And here we go. Part four, part five. Don't quote me on that of the well balanced dad diet. How are we doing today? I'm your host, Jay, host of the Young Dad Podcast. Super excited to be with you guys. I'm super fired up. I just got off recording with Everyday Parents Pod, and that was super fun to talk about. Really got me energized and fired up to make this week's installment of the Well Balanced Dad Diet. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about how you view you. I'm really excited. I really had a fantastic time talking about these and going through this journey with the Well Balanced Dad Diet audioly with you guys, going from what I wrote to talking about it and going a little bit more in depth occasionally. So it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. And thank you for all the support. It means the world. And I do appreciate every single little bit of it. So for starters, when you woke up this morning, I'm assuming you probably got out of bed. Excuse me, you let the dog out. You probably went to the bathroom. And then you looked in that mirror. Did you recognize the person looking back at you? Did they look a little bit more tired? Like if you're joining me on YouTube or looking at the video on Spotify that I look like today. Are you happy with that person that's looking back at you? Are you not forgiving yourself? Do you occasionally or a lot of the time feel like you lost sight of yourself? You don't have any passions, you're not enough, and you might even feel like you're not doing the best or even a decent, good job. Lastly, here, if you were a cup of water, how full are you? I'm assuming to that last question, the likely answer is that if you're a parent, and specifically a dad, or a single parent, single mom, or whatever the circumstances might be it's probably pretty empty and you might not have anything to pour into your partner your kids I should put partners in the post I didn't want to put partners there um partner kids co-workers or those that you even interact with on a daily basis that need your cup to be filled and they're not and you are so empty and you desperately need a refill if that's the case welcome in you're gonna, you probably have noticed and you'll continue to notice some of the car themes as we inch toward the middle and the back end of the well balanced dad diet, which is crazy to think about. You're gonna start to see things repeated and talked about more with more applicability to the topic at hand. Today, I wanna give you other, something other than challenges. I wanna just provoke your thoughts. I want to challenge your perspective and your perception of yourself. And I want to ask you so many questions today and leave room for you to really think, for you to end up reading this. And when you close that tab or when you're listening to this and you end this podcast, you're just deep in thought. You're just feeling and you're thinking. That's all I want. So I'm going to talk really soft, really quiet, really slow. At least I'm going to try, because I do get fired up about talking like this. The first series of thoughts that I want to propose is about forgiveness. Forgiveness has been a topic of healing for me over the previous few years, as it's been really hard to, to do so. 
um, for a lot of reasons. But it's been needed, and it's really helped me in a lot of different ways. First off, I want to forgive you for not being perfect. You're human. Yes, my friend, you're human. I know. You're human, baby. You are not perfect. You never will be perfect. You never will be the perfect partner, parent, friend, child to your parents, perfect coworker, or whatever the label might be on you. You're going to need to be fixed. You're going to need to put in some work. However, why sit there and dwell on every time you yelled, you were mean, said something wrong, or didn't do the right, quote-unquote, right thing, 20 years here, or when you forgot something and all the other things that happened that ended that you ended up dwelling on, beating yourself up for, why? We do need to, of course, own our mistakes. When we mess up, we own it. We don't make excuses. We don't point the finger outwards when it really, a lot of the time, needs to come in. We go, we apologize, we ask for forgiveness from others and from those who we may have hurt or wrong, and then we usually dwell. But instead of dwelling, what if we forgive ourselves like we just got forgiven? What if we pick ourselves up, dust off, love us, be kind to us, forgive ourselves, hit that reset button. Notice that I slightly mentioned it, I squoze it in there, but I didn't really mention dwelling on it or beating yourself up. That's not part of the equation. That is a unknown variable in this because it doesn't exist. It, we're not going to let it exist in this space. Please, of course, don't hear what I'm not trying to say. I'm not trying to say it's okay to forget important dates, commitments you made, plans, and things that are important to your partner and to your kids and to your family and those, and of course, work. Show up when you said you would keep your word and celebrate the dates and times that are significant to yourself and to others. So make sure you take the advice in a positive way. Frame it as such. Deep breath. I'm finding it more and more difficult to record some of these because it's personal. This whole well-balanced dad diet is really my personal comeback story. And it's personal for a lot of reasons as you, you're learning through listening. The next part of all this goes into pouring back into your cup. If you woke up this morning and you didn't fully see yourself as you are, you might look incredibly tired like I do. The bags go dang near down on my cheeks, worn down out of it, and you feel like you're barely getting through each day. Your cup is empty and we have to find ways to get that filled back up. First, if you don't love what you're doing, and if what you're doing is nothing to fill your cup, well, therein lies a challenge and something to think about. The true definition of insanity is doing the same thing repeatedly and expecting different results. So if your cup is already empty, 
it's likely time for change and consider trying something new or returning to things that you love that may have placed or may be placed on the back burner. It's an interesting thing to really think about here. I love the analogy of empty cups and being cup fillers, bucket fillers, and filling our own cups because it's so easy to forget about us as parents and as caregivers and partners at work because they're always constantly trying to pour into others. Especially women. Women do it a lot. Men do it differently, but they also do it a lot. So let's discuss what fills our cups and how we start filling them again. Well, it starts with love. Yeah, dead serious. Love for yourself. Love from others. Love for what you're doing. And making sure your love is being given where it is reciprocated. Think about that. Making sure your love is being given where it is reciprocated. It really cuts. That's kind of deep. As you stop and you think about that for a moment. Give your love where it's reciprocated. If it's not being reciprocated, what do I do? That's a great question. Ask yourself, why isn't it being reciprocated? Ask yourself to go deeper, dig deeper there. Really think. Anyways, with your hobbies, interests, and things you do every day, make sure there is love in everything you do. With that, a sense of gratitude goes along with it. If a mindset shift is needed, think of it like this. Instead of, I have to take the kids to school. I have to go to work. I have to get out of bed. I have to go to the gym. I have to work out. Or I have to, whatever it is. And you feel like you have to do all these things, shift it to when I get to. I get to take my kids to school. There's some parents who woke up to that. They don't get to do that. Then they got to do that yesterday. I get to get out of bed. I have a roof over my head. I have a bed. I'm warm. I'm dressed. I'm fed. I'm hungry. I'm not hungry. I'm happy. I get to go to the gym. There's places in the world. There's people in this world. There's people around you that don't have that same opportunity. They get to go into a gym for their well-being and have the time. I truly have the time to do it. I get to work out. Man, my body's healthy. I get to go work out. I get to go make my body stronger. I get to go feel better. I get to go take care of my mental health by doing this. Crazy. When we just think of, I get to. I get to help someone. I get to help my kid with their homework. I get to do this. I get to do that. It's truly something amazing happens in those moments when you shift your perspective into more gratitude and love. You know, for example, I mentioned I get to take my kids to school. In that time that I'm taking them to school, I, again, I remember that some parents don't get to do this ever. Some people wish that they had kids and they're single and they don't get to take their kids to school. It's all about perspective and not comparison. In those few minutes that you get to that car ride school, you get to tell your kids that you love them. You get to talk to them. You could also 
you know, you could be grumpy. We all have those days and say, I have to take my kids to school. Damn it, I'm so tired. It's cold. I want them out of the car so I can start my day. You now have started with that in a negative mindset. You started your day and their days off on a negative note instead of with love, gratitude, and appreciation. I want to talk about this a little bit more. I mentioned doing things with love. Doing things that you love and enjoy. I know that's kind of weird. It makes you think, well, you're telling me to quit my career. No, I'm not telling you to quit your job. But think of a child. A lot of things they do, they do it because they love it. They just enjoy life. They just love life. Life is so cool to them. We get older, we start to realize life isn't all that cool. It's not all that great. But there's so many things that we do on a daily basis that we could be loving, that we're not loving, that we're not taking full advantage of to love. So just remember that. Love what you're doing. Be in the moment. Be present. Goes down here to what about all the things you do for yourself? Wait. Yes, I did say the things you do for yourself. Wait. You don't have any? Or they fell to the wayside and you don't have time? Or you don't want to miss any time or moments with your kids. You gave up those hobbies, interests, and part of you. That part of you is dormant. Like Mount St. Helens. Now, you've gone to this point where you're, and I'm going to use dadisms here and dad talk here. Your father, your husband. And you're an insert job title here. But who is behind all that? For myself, the person behind being a father... And a mental health clinician is I'm a coach. I'm a wanna leader. I'm a writer, obviously, podcaster, the avid gym goer, I'm a video game enthusiast, Pokemon guru, and so much more. I am also on the surface DMP's dad. I'm a mental health clinician. But these labels do not define me. They enhance who I am. I'm defined by the impact I have through all the day. And I maximize my impact because I take care of me. And I have things I love, enjoy, and have a ton of fun doing. I do a lot of things and that's my choice. And that's what works for me. And that's what I can manage and do with my time. However, it shows that where there's a will, there's a way. If you want to make the time for things that you care about, you make the time for those things that you care about because they're important to you and they help you feel like a person. One thing that you'll hear a very common thing that I truly believe in is start small. 30 minutes, three to five times a week doing something for you. Communicate with your partner is needed here. But you're telling me the 30 minutes you spend on the couch, doom scrolling, you couldn't use that to get outside and take a walk, do a short little workout, read a book, draw a picture, paint something. I mean... Hashtag not a sponsor. Netflix has workout videos now. YouTube has tons. You telling me that time couldn't be used to taking the dogs out to the park and throwing a ball for them? Getting that fresh air, that vitamin D, feeling the sun, breathing the air. I guarantee your screen time, if I looked at any of your guys' screen time reports, it would tell me that you have at least 30 minutes that you were doom scrolling TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook and other social medias that you could have used to draw, write journal, be creative, cook a new recipe, 
that you can't take that same 30 minutes you had to burn to tend to the garden, work on a car, do something you enjoy with your hand that's fun and you love. I, I really need you to tell me where the downside is to sacrificing. And it's sad that we have to think of that as a sacrifice to sacrifice our own screen time, our own do scrolling, our own little dopamine hits that you could do something that's going to have you smiling, happy endorphins. You're going to be busy using your brain in a way that only you can, expressing your emotions and energy in a way that's special to you and essential to you as a person. Why would you give that up and why would you not try to recapture that? Why would you not try to get that back? Because gosh, that sounds amazing. That sounds so amazing. Your passion for writing, gaming, fixing, building, working out, martial arts, whatever it was, it didn't die. It's not dead. You didn't do anything wrong when you slowed, slowed down and stopped doing it. Your priorities shifted. You got consumed by the love of parenting or the work you might be doing now by marriage and all those fun things, those happy things within a relationship, being with someone long term. That love and passion is just simply shifted into something that needed it more at that time. However, you've likely been off that wagon too long and you think it's impossible to find you again because you're like, oh man, I haven't jumped on a jujitsu mat so long, or man, I haven't gone to the gym in so long, or man, I haven't written, sat down and wrote a story in so long, like I don't even know if I can sit and write, or Man, I haven't gone and sawed up a piece of wood and just made something dumb in forever. I haven't sat down and mindlessly, mind-numbingly played video games in forever. I can't do that anymore. Why? Why can't you? You obviously want to. You saying you can't do something means you definitely can do something. You're just making excuses as to why you can't. And I can almost promise you that once you... Find that passion, you, um, you find clarity in your thoughts, actions, decisions, emotional regulation, your communication, things are going to start to change, your cups fill up, you have a little more to pour into other necessary cups, and the benefits far outweigh the small amount of time you feel you won't get back. Your partner, kids, friends, family, and others deserve the best they can get. So take that time and start on the path to getting there. Start filling your cup 30 minutes at a time. Wrap up here. Let's see. The next thing is with your partner, significant other, spouse, or whatever you call them. Same idea if you feel that connection isn't there in the view of the relationship. You as a partner isn't where you want it to be or where it needs to be. What if I told you you could do this simply by giving them, I know now you're up to 45 minutes of commitment on some days, but 15 minutes, seven days a week, you give full undivided attention to them. I know this part of next part going to sound scary and might give you the jitters, but put your phone down. You ask how their day was. You talk about each other's day, even the dull and mundane. You must be present with each other and give that time to others. Your relationship deserves that. Trust me. Trust me. God, please trust me. I didn't do it in my marriage nearly enough. 
Now I'm divorced and I've learned from my mistakes. But once you begin to even put this tiny amount of effort into your relationship, you will notice changes in communication, the love being given and received, happiness, the vibes, and all it took was putting your phone down for 15 minutes and giving them your full undivided attention. And now your love stronger, your connection stronger. Something that you may have felt was slipping or losing isn't, isn't lost, it's found. Again, this cup of your relationship is so important and you have to keep it filled and keep refilling it because these cups, your partner's cup, they get filled by you too. You have to be ready to pour into it so you have to make sure yours is full. So you have to do all the things for yourself but also make sure that you're pouring into each other as well. I just want to bring this together by saying that you are enough. You are doing your best. I'm sure of it. If you aren't, you wouldn't be reading all these wanting to improve. Every day our best looks a little bit different. It's not going to be every day we work out, right? Check off all of our to-do lists and don't yell at our kids. And we feel like we just feel excellent going to bed at the end of every day. No two days are going to be like that. We might get some of that done. Some days, you know, we might run at 15%, 30%, 81.2%, whatever the tank might be at that day. All that I want you to do for yourself is give 100% of that 38% and you do your best. Don't make excuses. Own up to your mistakes. Forgive yourself. Forgive those around you. Start small with the 15, 20, 30 minutes. Reignite the fires of your passions and start pouring into your cup today. Thank you.